Welcome to the Adultish Podcast, where we're going to be discussing the struggles of being an almost adult. Today we have a guest speaker, Jolie Butts, with us. What's up? To um, just offer a different perspective on the college experience. Um, Jolie came into college knowing exactly what she was going to do, um, basically having a career already mapped out for her. And Jolie, if you would just go into more detail about that. So my dad is a dentist, and he uh, he built his company from the ground up. It's not really a company yet, but he has an office, and he's going to open more. And uh, he always told me that I would get it if I became a dentist. Like, it would become my office. Basically, he's building an empire for me, or for himself, for the Butts family. Mm-hmm. Um, my last name is Butts. And so... I have. I feel like I don't have a choice, but not in a bad way. Like I don't mind not having a choice. It's already made for me, pretty much. So, it's just going through it and getting there. That's the mm-hmm. hard part. And what would you say, other than like feeling you don't have a choice? What would you say any of like the negative aspects of having that already planned out for you would be? Definitely not. Not making no fallback plan. Like I have no idea if this is gonna work out. I mean, I I assume it'll work out. I hope it'll work out, but I don't have a plan B. Like, mm-hmm. this is what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And see, I feel like a lot of people come into college having no idea um, of what they want to do, and then they risk spending all this money on classes and then them not being worth anything or them to change their major and all the classes, or majority of the classes that they took beforehand not being worth anything anymore or getting out and not being able to find a job um, with their bachelor's degree. And like they put in this investment, yeah. and that investment falls through. Yeah, exactly. Um, approximately 53% of college graduates are unemployed or working in a job that doesn't require a bachelor's degree. Um, and there's that added-on stress of having to pay off all this student debt. And a lot of college students don't fully understand um, loans, and so they may take out loans that they won't realize how, how to pay back in the future. And, yeah, there's just no guarantee of any of it being worthwhile or you know worth anything it's a gamble yeah exactly um but it's definitely the norm yeah like there's no getting out of it in order to if you haven't gone to college you're looked down upon by like any yeah you're looked at as lazy yeah yeah but then again if you're in college you there's no guarantee that you could come out successful at all like just because you're working towards something doesn't mean that you'll get it but when you hear like that one of your friends isn't going to college and you first thought like that's not good, right? Yeah. That's what I feel like. I'm like, damn, that's not good. Yeah. And that's not, you know, my cousin, she's not going. Mm-hmm. That concerns me. Mm-hmm. But, like, there's no guarantee. Yeah. And she, there are other ways to make money. She's not that good at, like, school. Like, mm-hmm. school is a, is a skill that mm-hmm. you have to have. And if you're not good at it, like, then why go to college if you no guarantee? You're not even good at it. Yeah. And I feel like another um, struggle that a lot of us face is that we're seen as adults like in the eyes of the law but our brains aren't fully developed and we're not most of us aren't financially independent at this point you know we're Mm -hmm. still living off of our parents or at least partially living off of our parents so it's like finding that balance between being an adult and still being a kid yeah yeah like I couldn't imagine being financially on my own right now yeah there's no time there's no time to be working a job that would pay enough for us to be financially independent like paying for our own school and yeah. stuff. Yeah, and our well, housing. Well, that was if we didn't took out, take out loans. Like, exactly. if we were financially independent, like, by ourselves, 
weren't paying for school, had to pay for food, had to pay for housing, had oh my gosh. Exactly. Had to pay for our phone bills. Yeah. Clothes. And some Jesus. students do that, you yeah, know, because they for, have to. Good for them, because right. that's crazy. Yeah. Damn. I couldn't do that. Yeah. And you know, there's still that, we're still under the authority of the school, and it's like we're not fully on our own. Yeah. We're still being supervised, but it's our, we have to figure out mentally how to become an adult. And it's just like, okay, my environment isn't proving to me that I'm an adult. I don't feel like one. I'm not paying for my own stuff, but I need to be an adult, you know, because I'm about to pursue my career. Or the opposite might happen. Like, you you feel like you're an adult, but you act like you're a kid, mm-hmm. you know, because you're not, you're continuing to not pay for anything. Mm-hmm. Your only job is go to school, but now you have all this freedom. Mm-hmm. So it might, like, make you act younger in a sense. Mm-hmm. And that's another thing. Like, we're all... And acting younger oftentimes will um, influence the friendships that you have or the relationships that you have because we're all in such different places in our lives with different passions and going through different things. And that can create a lot of friction, I feel like, in relationships, family relationships, romantic relationships, friendships. And then you make friends with people who also act young. And then maybe they never grow out of it. Mm-hmm. And then and you're you, just stuck. And then you act like your friends, mostly. Mm-hmm. So then you just, like, continue acting mm-hmm. young. Yeah. Um, and I feel like this time in our lives is an, an important time to be making social interactions, but it's also hard to both fit them in and to find people who are a good match for you. Mm-hmm. Um, just because of the, the different places that everyone is in mentally, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and with that, you know, it's also hard to maintain a healthy mental state um, with everything that's going on, you know, jobs, schoolwork, relationship issues. Um, that can create. You're not at home anymore. Yeah. Yeah, that's a big adjustment to make. And I feel like that can create more drama with, you know, relationships or friendships or anything like that. Yeah, for um, I also wanted to talk about, like, dating at this age because it's. I've been thinking. It's complicated. Yeah. And something that I've been thinking about lately is, like, at this age, you know, we have to start narrowing down life partners, basically. Like, can I see a sustainable future with this person, Person, which puts a lot of pressure onto the relationship, yep. you know? So much pressure. Yeah. So much pressure. Because when, you know, you never know what these guys are looking for, typically. Like, for us, like, sometimes looking for relationships, sometimes they're just looking for pleasure. Mm-hmm. And, like, I could totally see just looking for pleasure at this age. Mm-hmm. But then I can also see finding your future husband yeah. or wife. So it's complicated to find out which which one they are. Yeah, which one should I do? Should I just have fun right now? Or do I need to be narrowing down my choices for a husband? When I came here, I did not expect to find somebody that wanted a relationship. Yeah. I did not expect to find that. And, yeah, that's something that's become, like, really popular, especially... I feel like with the rise of the internet is just mm-hmm. hookup culture and you know it's a big thing especially in a college setting because that's what that's just what you assume everybody wants to do. Yeah. And it's like, well, really like we're going to be getting married in like 5 years. Like a lot like the average marriage average, average national marriage age is 28. And well, that's not 5 years. But we're going to be getting married at some point in the near future. And it's like 
am I going to find the person I'm going to marry in that short amount of time? Or am I, how many people do I have to go through before I find that person? And parents are pressuring you, yeah. too. I'm going to get in. I'm going to get into personal life, right? You know, I have a boyfriend now. And his family, they're great. Mm-hmm. You know, they're great. Um, but they're crazy. And they really are expecting me to marry him. Mm-hmm. Like, we've been dating for two months. And it's scary. Like, mm-hmm. they're talking about me taking his last name. First of all, that's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. I mean, just, like, being the mother of their grandkids. And, like, they call me their daughter-in-law. Mm-hmm. And they call his sister my sister-in-law. Mm-hmm. Not that I don't love his family. But I'm not trying to think that far ahead. Mm-hmm. Like, I know that I should be. But then again, I'm also trying to focus on my career. Because, mm-hmm. you know, it's set for me. I just have to get it done. It's complicated. Mm-hmm. But for the last name thing, mm-hmm. you know how, like, women, they'll take their husband's last names. And the babies, they get the husband's last names. And I feel like we're doing, I'm doing way more work to make yeah. this life. Yeah, I'm carrying this life. I am carrying this life. And they get your last name? You you get your stamp of approval? Mm-hmm. I don't know. If I were to have kids one day, because I've been... I've been having second thoughts about having kids at all. Just the process of physically giving birth sounds terrible. Mm-hmm. And I don't... It's so much money. It's, it's so, so much, much time. Exactly. Your life doesn't become your life anymore. It's, this is baby's yeah, life. Yeah, exactly. And that's fine for people who want to give their life over to another life. But that's also more pressure, mm-hmm. like, to to be expected to have kids. And, and then, to find someone who you could see making a great life. and making a great father. Like, yeah. how can I tell that? You know, we're Ooh. all still figuring it out. And I have to be finding someone who can make a great father. Be a good husband. Exactly. Be faithful. Stay with you throughout these college years. It's difficult to find somebody that would fit all of those characteristics right now. Mm-hmm. And people tend to view couples as a single entity rather than two individual people in a relationship, which goes back to the whole taking last names thing. Where like, where I think I would not take my husband's last name, or we're hyphening our names, mm-hmm. um, because I grew up with my name. Well, my name is Butts, <laughs> and that's obviously a goofy name. So when I grew up with it, you know, I got a lot of torment. I, every day, I would come home and I'd say... I cannot wait till I turn 18 so I can change my last name. Or I couldn't wait till I got married so I could change my last name. I just hated it. But then my dad, who's now Dr. Butts, but when I was a kid, was not. He um, he built a whole company and runs it on the name Butts. Mm-hmm. You know, it's Dr. Butts. And I would be Dr. Butts if yeah. I become a doctor. So I don't want to change that, even if I'm married to somebody. And I feel like it's not just like, oh, I'm taking your name and we're becoming one. I feel like it's property. I feel like now... I'm his wife. Not really, he's my husband, because he still has the same name. Yeah. It's I'm his wife. Yeah, exactly. And I don't like that. Yeah. So if we were to hyphen it, he were to take mine, I would take his. And that's kind of unconventional. It's not normal, but, like, it's either that or I'm not taking anything. Yeah. You know? The practice of women taking their husband's last name actually originated in the property transfer that took place along with marriage. Um, Women went from being part of their parents' family to becoming their husband's property. And of course, there are different ways of looking at this practice now. Like most people see it as a symbol of love, but I don't see it as a bad thing for women to want to keep their last names or even to do something as untraditional as creating a new last name as a couple. It just depends on how you look at the whole thing. 
Um, but I think it's important to maintain your individuality within a marriage. And if keeping your last name allows you to do that and to be perceived as your own person, then I think it's a good choice. All right, well, I think that about covers it for this segment. Thank you, Jolie, for joining me and for talking to me. You're welcome. Um, and thank you for listening. Thank you.